stems. Thanks. Whatever. Did I miss something? Is pick hair back? What the hell is that? A dress. Says who? Calvin Klein. Amber, my plastic surgeon doesn't want me doing any activity where balls fly at my nose. Well, there goes your social life. Rated PG-13. Ew, as if... Clueless supersized watch along episode starts right now. Hey, welcome back everybody to the Couch Potato Podcast. With me as always is Lucas. Lucas, how's it going? It's going, man. I'm learning to live with no sleep. Well, that comes with the territory. You you made that bet, so now you have to lie in it. That is very true. Uh, it sounds like you just committed a major crime, but all you did was had a kid. <laughs> I do love my son very much, though. Well, good. I hope so, because you can't return them. There's not like a 30-day return policy on them. Well, that's a bunch of malarkey. Hey, man, I don't make the rules. It's just how it is, all right? (laughs) All right. Um, Well, uh, this is a very special episode. Uh, We are going back to our roots. We're doing a watch-along episode. Yeah, this is, uh, this is what we used to do. This is what we started off with. Yeah, that's before like people quit listening after an hour because they got sick of us. <laughs> well, you know, we get sick of us after an hour or two. Yeah, it's true. Like It, it just comes with it. It's just it's like, hey, can you shut up now? You've been talking for an hour. That's 59 minutes too much. <laughs> yeah. um, your, your one minute of fact was good enough. Yeah. Well, we put up a, a poll, and we had you guys vote uh, – I come up with a movie, Lucas suggested one, our producer Adam, and then we had uh, Luke and Jen, who are frequent uh, collaborators. They've done many episodes with us. Um, And, of course, as always, uh, Jen Selection won. She uh, suggested Clueless, and you guys voted for Clueless, so that's what we're doing. I was clueless as to what was going to (laughs) win. If I had one of those buttons... Which, actually, I do have a board that can do that, but I just have been lazy and haven't bothered to play around with it yet. I mean, honestly, that joke wasn't worth it. That was the worst dad joke that I've come up with so far. Somebody that listens to our show will find that funny. I don't know who. uh, Probably my girlfriend. Yep, since she's one of the three people that listen to us on a regular basis. She'll find it funny because it's from you. (laughs) The other people... funny. The uh, two other people listen to us like, all right, we're done with this. We've given you guys enough time (laughs) to shut it off. I'm canceling this shit now. All right. Well, this one's going to operate a little differently than the old ones. Uh, We are going to keep the categories, which seem to be a big hit with everyone. But uh, we're going to do them at the end of the movie. So we're going to watch the movie, kind of shoot shit while it's going on. Um, Lucas and I uh, also haven't seen this movie in a long time, uh, being uh, busy fathers. Uh, we just didn't have time to sit down and watch it beforehand. So I don't know how great this episode is going to turn out, but Hey, you know what? Fuck it. We're not getting paid for this anyways. It'll be as good as every other episode. That's right. Uh, maybe a five, you know, a five out of 10. Hey, you know what? I'm good with half. All right. Well, I'm going to run down the tail of the tape real quick and then we'll kick this off. Um, this movie was released on July the 19th, 1995. This stars Alicia Silverstone. Stacy Dash, Brittany Murphy, Paul Rudd, Donald Faison, and 
that's all I had down on my notes. I thought I had somebody else. I was looking at my notes and thought I had somebody else written down there. I guess not. See, look, we're already we're already unprepared. <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. it. And the other person that's in this movie, there's a that's bunch who's of in it. There's a bunch of people that you'll see at one point that you will recognize. So we're just gonna call them those. Oh, I know him. It's almost like the Leonardo DiCaprio pointing at the TV screen. Yeah. The meme, which I love. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, directed by Amy Heckerling, who you may uh, know she done uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. She also did Look Who's Talking. Hmm. I didn't know the second one. That's I, knew the, the, I knew the first one. Yeah, Look Who's Talking, the best uh, baby monologue movie ever made. <laughs> How um, many others were there? There's Look Who's Talking 2. There's Look Who's Talking Now. Which one had the dogs? Uh, it had to have been Now, because I think 2 was another baby. Yeah, 2 is the other baby with Roseanne Barr. Yeah, the third one had the dogs. I, I don't know that I've seen the third one, and I'm probably pretty happy about that. Yeah, as I say, you're not missing much. <laughs> Just more of the Look Who's Talking stuff. Um. Rotten Tomatoes score on this one is uh, 81% from critics and a 76% audience score. Uh, it's pretty good for a comedy. Yeah. Um, box office, it made $56 million on a $12 million budget. This movie was actually a pretty big hit when it it came out. And then it just kind of grew in stature as the years have gone on. Yeah, you were were you in high school? This came out? I was in high school, so I can relate to a lot of the stuff in this. Yeah, I think, uh, and I believe my sister would have been in high school then mm-hmm. as well. I think so. I, was... I think she watched the shit out of this movie. So. Oh, I I think everybody has watched the shit out of this movie, and we'll get into that a little bit during the movie. But this movie still still is very relevant. Was twenty six years later? I don't know how to math, but yes, we will go with yeah, that. Tw- yeah, you guys, last year was the 25th anniversary, 26 years. Okay, I, I'll take your word for it. You're I'm, a lot smarter than me. I'm not going to lie, I have a calculator right here, so I just did it while I was talking to you. <laughs> um, you can currently stream this movie on HBO Max. So oh, okay. we finally, we got another, it seems like every other movie we do now, you can stream it somewhere. So next week's movie probably won't be available anywhere. Sounds about right. All right, so we're going to get ready to count you guys down. So you can hit play when we hit play. And, of course, that's me switching over to our uh, video presentation, so don't mind that. You'll probably hear that chime again. I think our producer can cut that out. Yeah, if not, you know, we're not professionals. We yeah, don't get this, paid to do this. This isn't like a high-structured a high like professional setup here. Like I'm in my kitchen looking out my kitchen window. Lucas has a wife beater on in his kitchen. <laughs> yep. And I got, I, and you can probably hear my dog chewing her bone underneath me, mm-hmm. dropping it on the floor every once in a while. So you know, fuck it. Yeah, Lucas's uh, mic setup is uh, a lot less uh, uh, professional than mine. I'm at least using a Rode microphone, which you can buy for ninety nine bucks if you decide that you could do this better than us, which you probably could. Uh, they're doing it better than us, and they're not even fucking doing a podcast. That's right. <laughs> All right, well, enough of us chit-chatting. Uh, 
that'll probably be one of the things we get dinged on eventually is like, yeah, yeah, you guys just don't get into the movie soon enough. You guys just sit there and shoot the shit and we don't really care about what's going on in your personal lives. Yeah. You know what? We're best friends. We want to talk to each other. That's right. And this is the only time we get to talk to each other anymore because Lucas decided to go have a kid. That's fair. All right. So in three, two, one, hit play. And now, of course, we've got the iconic Paramount logo. I wonder what, what mountain is that? You know, I don't know, but this is like the second Paramount movie we've done in like the last few weeks. So uh, Paramount should start sending us a little bit of a kickback since we promote the shit out of their movies. You know, I just thought of it, this opening. That looks exactly like the logo for that thing you do. It does. I also, it kind of has that, uh, what was that Brendan Fraser movie that also had Alicia Silverstone in it? Uh, I don't know. Blast from the past. Sure. (laughs) And I don't know why this looks like a teen commercial from the 90s. Uh, Yeah, this is like a Mentos commercial. Or a Noxzema. (laughs) <laughs> I used to use Noxema. Didn't we all at that age? Well, you kind of had to, and then they got rid of the alcohol, so it didn't burn like a son of a bitch when you use it anymore. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even worth it. Right. Now, Lucas, I know you're a big clothes guy. Like, uh, Do you have this kind of program set up at your house? Uh, I don't, but I, uh, you know, I just pick up a wife beater, and I'm like, you know, that looks good. I'll wear that today. <laughs> Yeah, gray looks good on me today, so I'm just going to wear that. <laughs> well, I was wearing my Metallica Master of Puppets shirt earlier. Uh, decided to swap it out for the, the wife beater because uh, that is my my call visual while we're doing this. Mm-hmm. So eventually, if we ever do video, people can be like, oh, put a shirt on. Yeah, come on, Lucas. You're not built like John Cena. <laughs> I'm built like John Cena's fat cousin sal cena <laughs> sal cena and there's uh alicia silverstone's dad dan hedea i've seen him in something see that's what i was telling you he's like one of those people that like you don't know the name but you know you've seen him in something before right i think you would probably remember him best as he's the dad of will ferrell and chris Catan in night at the roxbury you know, I've never seen that movie. You know what? I get shit all the time, but I don't like that movie. I think that movie's fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's a comedy, so it's subjective, you know? Well, it just I, I've had this problem with Saturday Night Live skits. Like, I really think the only... There's been a few that have worked. Like, I think Wayne's World, those skits have worked really well as a movie. Uh, the Blues Brothers started out as a Saturday Night Live skit, but, like, Coneheads I'm not a fan of. I don't like ladies man really you don't like coneheads no man i love coneheads uh i don't like uh what else has there been of saturday night live there's ladies man there's coneheads um superstar don't like that one um it's i've seen superstar like one or once or twice and i i don't know i I laughed a few times, like when she sticks her fingers in her armpits and sniffs it. I think that's kind of funny, but yeah, that's about it. <laughs> he agrees. See, she agrees. She, Hilarious. She, she must love superstars. She's probably cussing me out, dog. <laughs> How dare you disrespect my movie? And see, here's what another. The... Good. Yeah, he... Scrubs, right? Yep, Scrubs. A classic. What the fuck is that hat? 
I believe that's a Kango. Or a knockoff Kango. And I tell you what, back as a uh, youngster, I would probably say that both Alicia Silverstone and Stacy Dash were on the Mount Rushmore of uh, crushes that I had. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was, well, I was obviously younger than you guys. Um, but yes. I think the first time I saw Alicia Silverstone was in the Aerosmith video. Yeah, I, I'm i trying to think if she was in anything before. Before, before this, but yeah, she started to become kind of like the new it girl from those because she was in crazy. Uh, what was that? F- Fallen or there's crying, crazy, and then I think I forget the other one. But yeah, she was in that. Then like this, pretty much made her like a superstar. Yeah. And then she disappeared after this. Superstar well, and then gone. Well, when I did get a little time to research this, I was actually wondering what happened to her. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, she made, like, she was in quite a few movies, like, after this. But uh, I think, really, the Batman and Robin being in that was kind of like the, like, the, the decline. Like, okay, like, Alicia Silverstone's kind of, like, forgotten. I did read that she got a lot of uh, shit. Like, they were calling her Fat Girl, which I didn't understand. Fat Girl? Yeah, like, they, she was getting a lot of shit for her weight, which I never really understood. Yeah, I, there's, I mean, unless we're talking about her rear, maybe? Her rear end? No, I mean, it just, they, she got picked on for her weight a lot, which I didn't really, yeah. Just yeah, like, I'm confused by that. Yeah. And I think between that and then, like, Batman and Robin being an absolute dumpster fire. Oh, that movie's she, fucking awful. She just kind of faded. She stopped. Uh, I was reading, like, she stopped really giving a shit. Like, she just kind of took a step back. And now she she kind of got out of the limelight for a while. And now she does where she kind of picks and chooses what she wants to do. If it's something that she likes, she's going to do it. But she's not going to do something just because... Oh hey, this is gonna be like a a two hundred million dollar summer movie. You should do it, you know, well, or something like that. She probably makes a living off of this movie. <laughs> well, I don't think they really get too many residuals off of it. She's a. Uh, I did see that. I think Paramount Plus is redoing the Babysitters Club TV show, and she's gonna be a part of that. Is that like a? Is that an old movie? Yeah, it's uh, Paramount Plus or HBO Max is redoing it. Hmm. It's based off books that I never read. Man, there's another guy. Like, I always, I really like Brecken Meyer, and I don't know why he never become a bigger star. I feel like that isn't, isn't he a kid that kind of just plays a stoner and <laughs> everything. Yeah, like I seen him recently in. Um, my wife watches that show, Good Girls. It has Christina Hendricks and uh, Retta and uh, I think her name's Mae Whitman. He I've showed never up. Heard of it. It's about these housewives who end up they, they rob a, a grocery store, then they kind of get a taste for the the money, and they become criminals. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. 
Oh, because it's got the the girl from um, Mad Men uh, and Retta's in uh, Parks and Rec. Yeah, and then there's the um, the girl that was in uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about now. Uh, we're we're on the same page now. We're figuring it out. All right. I do apologize. I have not eaten dinner yet. I know it's like nine thirty, and that's a crime. But I'm gonna eat while we watch if you don't mind as long as we don't get we what episode was that where we were recording and you i think it was when we tried like the first attempt at die hard and you're it sounded like you're eating fucking fries out of like a mcdonald's bag and you just hear the crinkling of this bag for like five minutes because i think i text uh, our producer adam who was on the show when we tried to record the first time i was like i really wish somebody would tell him to shut up <laughs> <laughs> and there's Paul Rudd who looks identical to how he looks right now. I wish I could age like Paul Rudd. Yeah, like I wish I could too. Like I probably age like Paul Rudd's dad. Paul Rudd's younger than, or older than I am, and I probably look like his dad. <laughs> he really does look pretty much the same though. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when I was doing a little bit of research, uh, he wasn't the first actor that was considered for this role too, or had an audition for it. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy Renner. Really? Yeah. He should, he's uh, actually another character, uh, in this movie he auditioned for, uh, as well. We'll get into that down the road, but yeah, Jeremy Renner. Well, if I think I read, well, maybe I, I don't know. Should I save it? I read about Paul Rudd auditioning for this movie. Should I save that for the research corner? Well, essentially, we've got an hour and 37 minutes of research corner, so you can bring it up now if you want. Okay. <laughs> um, I read that Paul Rudd actually auditioned for every role in this movie. Even uh, the dad? Uh, I don't know about the dad, but... Uh, Did he audition as uh, the, Wallace Shawn, the, the teacher? Now I, I feel like my research sucks. Well, you said every role. I was just like trying to like that's, narrow it down. Yeah, that's what it said. It said he he auditioned for like every role. Even Julie Brown is the gym teacher. <laughs> it says he auditioned for every male role in the film, including Murray. Rudd oh, wow. didn't realize the character was meant to be black. <laughs> well, you know what? You got can't help but try. You know. <laughs> He gave it his best shot. Yeah, like I was just looking at like there was a ton of like pretty big names now that auditioned for roles in this movie. Like um, you and I were talking before the break, uh, the role of Cher, uh, Reese Witherspoon and Sarah mm -hmm. Michelle Gellar had auditioned for this too. Yeah, I saw that the uh, the director though was as soon as she saw her in the Aerosmith video said that she was the one. Yeah, I, she didn't have to audition for it, for it. They just gave it to her. I wish people would just give me a job like that. Yeah, me too. Like, do I have to really interview for this? Can I just can I just have it? So I wonder what it's like to just be rich in Hollywood and just be able to spend whatever the fuck money you want, like I, they do. They're constantly shopping and shit. You know what? I think if anyone's listening to this, like they should try to buy our show so we can do that. So then we can just come back like six months, like the, the re-clueless 
or the even more <laughs> clueless episode where we just talk about like we just spend money like it's going out of style. We'll uh, we'll make sure we get that computer program for Windows ninety five where we can where I can pick what we dress in. Yeah, essentially whether it's a match or not. Yeah, essentially mine would be like, okay, am I going to pair the Iron Maiden shirt with like dark denim jeans or like? <laughs> I like how they uh, they try to make this nerdy teacher like super sexy. Mm. Don't think it's working. It's not. It's not doing it for me. It does it for Wallace Shawn. That's true. Now, like real quick, like can you see? Reese or uh, Sarah Michelle Geller as Cher? Because I personally don't. Um, probably not Sarah Michelle Geller. Maybe Reese Witherspoon, because she played kind of a kind of like a ditzy role, you know, smart but ditzy and yeah, cruel she had... intentions. Or uh, or uh, fuck that movie where she becomes a lawyer. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, she kind of has her own version of this as uh, in Legally Blonde. Yeah, there you go. That's the one. At first, I'm really said, bad at remembering movie names. Well, when you said something about uh, Cruel Intentions, I was, ba- I was about to say, like, Reese Witherspoon's not in that movie. Then I was like, yeah, she is. Like, just shut up. Don't say anything. <laughs> I'm glad I was right about that. Yeah. Man, 90s fashion. Good Lord. Yeah, I've got a I've got a joke that I've been purposely waiting to set up for when another character is introduced in this. Yeah. Speaking of uh, casting, uh, what ifs? Uh, Breck and Meyer actually Owen Wilson was up for that role too, or had auditioned for it. I can't see Owen Wilson being enough of a stoner loser. If you could just uh, just to get the wow or what however he does that wow thing. Yeah. I see when you're talking about 90s fashion. Like, that's pretty much how I dressed. Really? Yeah. I need to see some photos. I'm sure they're cycling around somewhere. <laughs> Out on the internet? Mm hmm. Well, no, not on the internet. Maybe on Face or MySpace. Oh, wow. <laughs> Showing our age here. Mm hmm. Yep. They're s- somewhere in Tom's uh, catalog of photos. <laughs> Did she just say I was surfing the crimson wave? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. It's gross, but it's awesome. I've heard it called many things, but that's the only time I've ever heard the crimson wave. I like how everybody has a damn cell phone. Well, I didn't I, get my first cell phone until I was 18. I was probably a little older than that. But when you've got money. What's that? Right. So I wonder if you like if you're casting a movie and you need a rich dad, do you just get Dan Hedaya? <laughs> he does look like a rich dad, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think if he's still alive. I don't know. I would I don't feel like I've seen him in anything recently. I hope he's still alive. People dying is really sad. Yep, he's still alive. Good. I looked it up on uh, Wikipedia. 
He established himself as a supporting actor, often playing sleazy villains or wisecracking supporting characters. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually, uh, that's my official title on here, too. Yeah, he plays su- wisecracking supporting characters or sleazy co-host. That is correct. <laughs> Man. Paul Rudd, like, I feel like Paul Rudd still dresses this way. Sunglasses and everything. Probably the same $5 sunglasses from whatever Mm -hmm. gas station he got those from. Now, I think everybody, this is, like, one of the things that, like, I think makes this movie so relatable is the fact that, like, everybody who's learned how to drive has kind of experienced something, at least moments that are very similar to this movie. I mean, like, I've never... I never hit like a mirror on a car or ran into the side of a car while practicing driving, but I sure hope not. No. I mean I would have I would have taken off and left the scene, but <laughs> just in co host of podcast goes to jail for admitting a twenty five year old crime. <laughs> yeah. Well, I did notice at the beginning of this, she ran over like a fire hydrant, mm-hmm. which is probably not a good idea. Also, another thing you could tell, like how these people are rich is they're driving like probably that year Jeep. Whereas like if we're our first car is probably like a fucking 25 year old shit box. It's like shaking as it goes down the road. Yeah. Our car is a massage chair by accident. <laughs> And a hookah, because there's, like, so much smoke billowing out of it. (laughs) And not even the weed smoke. Right. I'm going to start dressing like him. I think you'd look distinguished like that. I think eventually I'm going to have that hairline. I don't know if you can see it on camera here, but I'm getting pretty fucking close. Yeah, mine's getting there, too. You always wear a hat, though. You can never tell. That's why I wear a hat. <laughs> I feel out. Of, I feel out of my comfort zone now that I have a new job and like I can't wear one. Oh, really? So, is it just was this normal in the nineties for you to just walk up to your teachers and just be like, "Hey, you need to change the way you look. You look like shit." No, they'd probably tell me to get back to class. Or, like, or they'd ask to see my, like, aren't you supposed to be in, like, English right now? And I'd probably get written up. <laughs> I like how um, everybody has a no- is getting a nose job in this. Mm-hmm. I think that's the third scene I've noticed people get, like, with the, the stuff over their face where, because they got a nose job. That's what money will do for you. You know, I was reading, too, that uh, Lauren Hill the singer from the Fugees and then the solo. Uh, she was uh, auditioning for the role of uh, Dion. Really? Mm-hmm. Because I, I, prim- I think she's primarily acting at this time, too, because I know she was in one of the Sister Act movies. It was one or t- two. Two. Oh, it was two? Okay. Mm-hmm. I know that movie. I like that movie. Yep. Well, that when we do the Sister Act uh, uh, episode in, like, year nine... <laughs> I'm gonna one let you take popular. the lead. I'm gonna let you take the lead on that one. 
when we run out of shit to to watch. Yeah, Sister Act followed by like I don't know, like fucking three fugitives with Nick Nolte and Martin Short. <laughs> three guys and a baby. Oh, three men and a baby. Three men and a baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or Turner and Hooch. <laughs> That's actually how I used to walk into school. People would clap for me. I'd get booed for some reason. <laughs> like how dad's suspicious. Like, uh, the fuck is going on here? How the hell did you get all A's? Well, I would be a little suspicious if my kids turned in a report card and the ink on the grades is different. Yeah. It does look like she wrote that in. Oh, yeah. Told, well, some of it was red, some of it was blue. Looking at my uh, my computer monitor. Now, granted, it's not 4K resolution, so. Uh, I'm, wor I'm rocking a 1080p laptop here, so. I think mine's probably 720. Nice. I just I just grabbed one just to be able to have one. If somebody would buy our show, I could upgrade it to like a, a a Mac or something. Are we are we looking to get out of the podcasting business? No, I want someone to pay us to do it. Is what I'm trying to do. Oh, okay. I got you. Well, you said sell it, so I was like, it almost felt like we were trying to get out. Like, hey, we will give you a this much, and then we will pay you so much a week to do it. Like, all right, cool. Sounds like a fucking deal to me. Somebody's got to have a need for programming. Bad enough to pay us to do it. <laughs> I'm really confused as to, like, what the hell is going on here? They're playing kind tennis. Of, I know, but man, what kind of awesome-ass school is this? Like, in gym class where they play tennis. I, they had us play tennis at uh, my high school. Man. I didn't even do any of this shit. It was go play basketball every well, it, fucking day. Well, as severely underfunded as that school eventually became, they probably like, well, we used to have tennis rackets and tennis balls, but they're all beat to shit. So just, hey, it's basketball. Yep. We got those. Makes me kind of sad to see Brittany Murphy. I was just getting ready, died. I was getting ready to say the same thing. Like, man, she was really good. She was. Even though she's not necessarily in this, she was kind of a good-looking lady, too. In my opinion. Oh, yeah. She is. Did they ever figure out what she passed away from? Uh, I believe she died of pneumonia. Maybe like an overdose and that led to pneumonia or some shit? Yeah. They but there was like a, I don't know. They thought maybe her husband had done it or something. Didn't her husband die a few days later too? Yeah, I, I remember the circumstances were really, really weird. And I'm actually on Wikipedia because you know how factual that is. <laughs> it tells you everything. As if, there's the famous line there. 
Yeah, most likely it's going to be the uh, King Kong and got shit on me award winner. I know. I got a friend that wears his pants just like that still. It's not me. <laughs> I can't pull that look off. Yeah, there's really nothing in here. I'd have to really do some reading, and I'm, I'm taken away from the show if I sit here and read. Well, in either case, it's very sad she passed away. It is. <laughs> His tray is the fucking skateboard. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. You never done that? No. Didn't know that was an option. Actually, fun fact for you, I quit riding my skateboard because I almost got my ass beat because people were trying to steal it. So I decided that was the last of the skateboarding for me. Well, that is a fun fact. Fucking thing was expensive, too. It was like 300 bucks. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I'm glad I didn't get it. I'm glad you didn't get your ass beat for it. Well, I did get punched in the head. But I got away. There was like eight of them. I wasn't in the mood to die. Not too many people are, man. It's just like, you know what? I want to keep living today. The now, fuck? What is she eating with a fork and a knife? Is that a piece of toast? It looks like it's some kind of uh, <laughs> croissant sandwich. Damn it, Travis. <laughs> uh. Now, Lucas, did you uh, watch your weight in high school like that? Uh, No. I don't know if you remember me from, from around that time, Russ. I was kind of big. I like how she said she was 16. She looks like she's 23. I'm still trying to figure out if I would be a part of that group or whether that still predates my later high school days. Which group? The Breckenmeyer group. Oh, I was absolutely part of that. Mm -hmm. Actually, I was part of the... I was popular, but I was also in with like the metal crowd. So, you know, all the people wearing... Uh, fuck, I don't know. But name your metal band from the nineties. Also, oh, like a corn or. Yeah. So I was in with those people. Yeah, see, like I was kind of the same way. Like uh, at the lunch table, I usually hung out with like. Well, I don't know how to. They weren't losers because they were like really good dudes, but you know they weren't exactly the most. Po well, one of them was. But then my best friend in high school was like the homecoming king. Yeah, I mean, so well, by proxy, so by proxy, I was popular because my best friend was the homecoming king. That works. Yeah. But, you know, the school we went to, I mean, we both went to the same high school just several years later for me. Mm. It, it was really kind of inclusive. Yeah, I, I did notice that like they didn't really do groups like they do in these. Yeah. Just like hey, either people liked you or they didn't. And I can fucking respect that. 
I'm glad that I got, you know, accepted for being the weird kid that was also pretty cool. Ooh, I, I bet you in this uh, in this shot. All right, Paul Rudd, Smoter. And he pulled it off. Uh, when I check out, like, what our stats look like, our demographic is tends to skew a little younger. And I know for mm. most of you listeners out there, uh, they showed uh, a relic of the 90s called a VHS tape. <laughs> it was a gigantic hulking square cassette looking thing that you stuck into an apparatus called a VCR. That were very expensive. They were like $300 a piece. Mm-hmm. Actually, VHS tapes were pretty expensive too, weren't they? Yeah, it was really weird how they did them. They, uh, they used to... They'd only put certain movies out for sale. Like, um, as an example, uh, to use a show that we've done, like uh, Terminator 2, that probably would have went out for sale right uh, as it like right when it came out on VHS. But a lot of times they would do where you'd have to buy like they would be like a hundred bucks. There's like a really cool documentary on uh, netflix called the last blockbuster it really goes into depth that whole structure of the video store and like tapes and how much they cost hmm. i just remember i wanted to buy a copy of kindergarten cop when i was a kid and i couldn't because it was a hundred dollars jesus christ <laughs> yeah it was like it was 96 dollars i was like no nope. that's fucking ridiculous yep. by the way i totally didn't know that i totally forgot that there was that mentos part where she was doing the commercial and I referenced it being looking like a Mentos commercial earlier on. Yeah. That's just a happy coincidence. I swear. Look at that. The old trapper keepers. Us guys know what we use those for. Yep. I'm six grade up. Hiding boners. <laughs> Hiding boners. Oh, you didn't use them for for homework? Nope. Use them to hide that boner. You know, actually this might be that might be the King Kong ain't got shit on me award winners hiding boners <laughs> talking about trying to keep Is this the first movie that Brittany Murphy was in? You know, you know. That is an excellent question. I don't think that it is. However, I have Wikipedia. Here's another like commercial-looking thing too. Like this looks like the sh- uh, fucking s- the photo sh- shoot for like the real world. Like when they introduce the cast, yes. and then, like they're trying to. Also, kind of looks like a fountain from Friends. Uh, actually, Clueless is her second feature film. She done some television prior to this. Uh, she was in Parker Lewis Can't Lose, Blossom, Sequest 2032, Murder One, and Frasier. Also had recurring roles on Party of Five, Boy Meets World, and Sister Sister. That is some 90s that is, throwing up all over you right there. Yep. That's 90s as fuck right there. Yes. Now, when she says, uh, 
doesn't she look classic? Is that meant to be an insult? <laughs> no, I don't think so. I mean... <laughs> Get out of my chair. <laughs> That's what I do when I... Uh, when it's time to record, I'm in my gaming chair here. Get out of my chair. Is that also part of your dining room ta- uh, the, uh, furniture too? There's it like is. three chairs um, in a gaming chair. My uh, my stepdaughter sits in this. Oh, does she? Yep. I need to get one of those chairs too, but I don't know where I'd stash it when I'm not recording. Just right in the middle of the floor. Yep. That's what I do. I do notice there's a lot of plaid in this movie, too. Was that the thing back in the 90s? Actually, wow. I was just, uh, I happened to see like Brittany Murphy's jacket and yeah. I'm on my uh, notes for the movie. And it has, during the film, there are 53 different kinds of tartan plaid used, seven of which are worn by Cher and 12 by the other major characters. <laughs> it's like it was meant to be, like, I had to just dish that out. It's like, that's fact as fuck right there. Mm-hmm. That's what this research corner is all about. Because <laughs> I'm sure somebody out there... I wonder how much plaid was used in this movie. Now you know. We're pretty excellent at what we do. Well, I mean, yeah. Did you ever go to a high school party like this? Uh, yes, I did. I did not. I didn't no one, know that. Nobody dressed like Alicia Silverstone, but yeah. Well, it was, oh. Oh, dancing all up on that bitch, huh? You know, she's like uh, the oldest cast member of this movie when they were uh, filming it. She was 29. Who was? Stacy Dash. Really? Mm-hmm. She looks very young. She does. There's me dancing in the background, not knowing what the fuck I'm doing. Yeah, see, I, I totally identify with Breck and Meyer's character. I, it would have been something I would have done. Just, like, like spilled something all over somebody's expensive, like, outfit and just, like, said some shit like small price to pay to the party gods and then pulled out a dupe. <laughs> well, this will make everything better. I, I'm pretty sure it does. That also looks like me dancing, too, back there. The Jeremy Sisto c- character. <laughs> As they say, rug cutter, I am not. Oh, everybody's just laughing. Side effect of weed. And I completely forgot, like, they showed her smoking a J in this. Yeah, I didn't even think about it. You know, uh, in this, uh, that game that they did, they tried a number of different ways to get the cards to, like, stick when they kissed. And then I guess they had to eventually, like, lather everybody's uh, lips up with chapstick to get that card to stick. Huh. So, suck and blow is not a real real game, apparently. Uh, None that I had. That's the first and only time I've ever seen that was in this movie. Yep, it's uh, it's definitely unique. I'd never heard of it. 
I've also never shaved my head at a party, too. Well, like I said, I never went to one of these, so. Yeah. I'm not sure that I would have either. Oh, shit. <laughs> Don't call my mom. Uh, well, she's going to see you when you get home, I'm sure, bud. Yeah, unless it's like one of those. Uh, have you seen like uh, where they spray paint like the balds, like cover up bald spots? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to get me one of them fucking Dr. Seuss cat in a hat hats. Okay. Now, see, I would have never done that. No. No. Actually, at a party I would have gone to, if that dude would have done that, I'm sure he would have gotten his ass kicked. Probably. Because it's not like any of those kids can just go back and buy, like, oh, hey, I got to make a trip to Kroger again. I got to get more beer. This jackass just fucking spilt, like, ten of them. <laughs> I feel bad for Ty in this movie. She's just trying to, just trying to bang the skater, dude. That's all she wanted. Cher won't let her. That's how I would dance. <laughs> <laughs> also, that would have happened too. Just got hit randomly with something flying. Also, how hard did that fucking shoe come off that she got knocked unconscious? It may have not even been like the shoe. It may have been where it hit her at too. Damn, Cher's cock blocking. Poor Travis. <laughs> Just can't fit in anywhere. Fucking stage dives at a party that really didn't require it. And then gets cock blocked. Oh, look, he's. He's trying to seduce the weird girl. That's nice. We all know so he can bang share. That's the mm -hmm. end game. <laughs> I, have, in the pool. I have been that guy before <laughs> <laughs> it's a really nice swimming pool <laughs> I did that at a, part, a college party once really mm -hmm. that's fucking awesome a watch doesn't go with this outfit now, Lucas, come on. Like, tell me you haven't struggled with that before. Yeah, you know, uh, this, uh, this super high-tech, beautiful watch that I'm wearing here. I'm like, you know, this doesn't really go with uh, this doesn't really go with my Master of Puppets and whatever. I don't even, like, I had short shorts on today. I was dad as fuck today. How short are we talking? Are you talking I mean, about, like, Larry Bird circa 1984 short? or not? Not quite that short. Like right before the, you know, in the nineties where your shit was down to your knees. It oh. was right before that. Okay. So you weren't quite AI, but yet you weren't quite Larry Bird. Right. Okay. This does seem very rapey. 
It does. Are you stealing lawn ornaments, you fucking thief? I, too, have done that at a party once. <laughs> I'm learning all kinds of shit about you yeah. from this movie. It's basically just... It's almost like confession. like <laughs> Stupid shit I did as a youth. Yeah, me and uh, a mutual friend of ours stole, like... Uh, some, uh, you know, those like uh, lawn flamingos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we stole them, put them in his car. <laughs> Somebody's mom came home, like, where the fuck are my flamingos? Man, I don't know what it is about Jeremy's system, but he just looks like a creep. Mm hmm. He's look, he looks like he's up to no good shit. Well, duh. I think he when he kissed Cher, he kind of like, oh, hey, I've got a chance here. <laughs> and it's like at some seedy end of town. Well... I guess if you're going to pull over and try to fuck somebody in the car, it probably shouldn't be on the nice side of town. I didn't catch what kind of car he had, but I'm going to guess it was like a BMW or a Mercedes. Uh, that's going to draw attention no matter where you're at. Yeah, I suppose that's true. As if. I can't. I can't do it. I know Me I saying can't. as if doesn't work. I know I can't. <laughs> Maybe I'll try it for the opening of the show, though. Uh, well, then I look very much forward to that. It'll probably be the only thing people will listen to. <laughs> All right, we're done. <laughs> well, Russ did a great intro. I'm going to bed. <laughs> Maybe I'll play this another time. That is a nice fucking car. Well, thank God they're by the pack and mall. Well, pack and mail. Oh, that's not a uh, Mercedes or a uh, BMW. It looks like it's a Corvette. Yep. I'm not a car guy, but look like a Corvette. Well, it, obviously I'm not either because I called that a Mercedes or a BMW, and it was clearly <laughs> neither one of those. Jesus Christ. Sir, you could have just, like, threatened her with a gun. You didn't have to put it to her temple. So I read, interesting fact, this scene um, is based off of, a, like, a true story. Really? Yeah. Apparently, uh, uh, what's the name of the person that overheard it? Uh, anyway, um this guy at a party apparently said that he got robbed and he was wearing Versace. He was more scared of getting it dirty because of his wife than he was of actually getting robbed. Really? Yeah. So she, uh, the writer or director, or if she did both, is she the writer and director? Uh, Amy Heckerling? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if she wrote this or not. Okay, well, the writer had to put it in there because of that. Well, uh, when you say that, actually, Paul Rudd got mugged, too, while he was filming this movie. 
Really? Yeah, the, they stole this backpack and it had the script for this movie in it. No shit. Mm-hmm. It's I wonder like, if it's ever turned up. It's like these facts, like, just, like, I did no prep for this. And it's like these facts are just like, hey, I just happened to cycle through. Hey, Paul Rudd got robbed at the gunpoint. Cher's getting robbed at gunpoint. I feel like we're doing a, a better job of, like, uh, you know, doing the research shit while we're watching this. Yeah, and if we like actually research it before then. Yeah, it's just a shame that the rest of it's just coming apart at the seams. <laughs> I've confessed like at least three crimes. That is correct. We've maybe talked about this movie and added like anything in depth, maybe maybe five minutes worth. Did did you uh, point out the fact that Cher has sixty costume changes throughout this movie? No. I know you uh, referenced the plaid, but apparently she changes 60 time in the, times in this. Damn, really? Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Oh, here's another one. Um, actually, this happened earlier, so I kind of missed my chance, but when they were in the kitchen, uh, Paul Rudd was wearing a KU baseball cap, which is a nod to his alma mater, the University of Kansas. Oh, Okay. I had that one in there too, but after I was like, no, nah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do it now. But hey, thanks. I thought it was kind of cool. Man, another thing that we are missing in our lives is a personal masseuse. You know, I've never had a massage before. Oh, like really? From a professional, yeah. You've just had the sensual massage. The sensual massage that <laughs> resulted in my son. <laughs> That's how it always starts. Wasn't just a back rub. Wow. Christian Slater. There's a name you don't hear very often. You know, I honestly, I thought Christian Slater was going to be this huge megastar. And then like now, when I watch him, he seems like he just is trying to rip off Jack Nicholson's whole shtick. Hmm. I mean, he's made some good movies, but for the most part, he just like it's like uh, he's just doing his best Jack Nicholson impression. Hmm. I never really thought about it. Yeah, just watch him in something next time, and then you, you'll notice. It just see. I mean, it's a shame because I thought, like I said, I thought he was going to be big, but now I've seen him in shit like. Uh, he was pretty good in that Mr. Robot show that had Rami Malek in it. Mm-hmm. But then I seen him in something. Uh, where he plays, uh, there's a show called Dirty John, which I think is hysterical to begin with. But the name uh, of that show is great. But he played uh, this based off a true story. This uh, doctor and his wife are getting a divorce, and basically the doctor is just treating his wife like shit, so she ends up killing him. And oh. he plays the doctor. Alrighty then. Mm-hmm. Lucas, did you ever go through that in high school where you thought you had a connection with somebody and then when you found out you didn't, it just broke your heart and just crushed your world? Uh, I don't think so. I ended up marrying my high school sweetheart, which was the worst mistake I ever made in my life. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
And if you're uh, listening, how you doing? Yep. Um, that is actually right there. Them Jinko jeans, mm-hmm. right there in the middle. That's me. That's I me I never I never dressed like that in high school. I I would say. Well, I I'll get into that here because there's a certain character in this movie. I think he's getting ready to come up here. That like, I, I when I see him, I'm like, man, that dude is fucking. Sh- yep, there he is right there, Christian. <laughs> I was like, man, that dude is fucking dressed to the nines. I want to dress like that, but then I realized like I was poor as a kid and I couldn't afford to dress like that. Mm. So I just continued to dress like I was straight out of a, a Nirvana video. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. No. Even though that was pretty much like four years past its prime, that look, but. I can never keep up with fucking fashion trends anyway. Well, I mean, neither can I. I still wear the same thing I've worn for the last 25, 30 years. Yeah, I was going to say, most of my shirts are from, like, I still have shirts from fucking eighth grade. I don't. I've, I've, my weight has fluctuated way too much for me to hang on to anything that long. <laughs> Good Lord. I can't imagine dressing that nicely in school. No. Either one of them. No. But Christian has a whole Rat Pack vibe thing going on, which I've always kind of dug that look. And I've seen it. I was like, damn, that dude. Like, I want to dress like that guy. Yeah. No way I that was happening. I, so it turns out I was way too young. I'm sorry. Did I, I, I didn't mean to interrupt you. It's our okay. I'll let slide this time. <laughs> Just this time. I can mute next, you at any next time. time. I'm getting muted. Yeah. <laughs> or I'm just going to um, shut him up right now. <laughs> I didn't know, probably because I was a lot younger when this came out. This movie is just one big sexual innuendo going on. Like, what do you mean? There's just, it's just all about sex in this movie. Well, that's what high school's about, isn't it? I mean, everything else takes a back seat. That's what high school was like for me. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, bring this uh, around to uh, what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what I was all about. Like, my grades and everything else kind of. Like, I'll take care of that when I, I get to it. <laughs> yeah, for uh, for me in high school, it was, uh, it, yeah, I was just hoping to get some pussy. <laughs> Which is a reference to role models, which you can listen to in our uh, our catalog of episodes we currently got available wherever you get your podcast. I see what you did there, and I like it. Nice. Um, yeah, for me, Halo Two came out when I was in high school, so it was video games. Like Xbox Live just became a real big thing then. So online gaming, staying up all night, pussy. That was what. That's my high school experience. Yeah, see, mine was uh, trying to get laid, uh, running the streets till God knows what time, partying, uh, school. Stealing shit from parties. Yeah, stealing pink flamingos (laughs) out of somebody's yard. (laughs) Whoever it is is going to fucking hear this somehow and be like, that son of a bitch, I I knew it. I will guarantee you that the person that we stole this from will never hear this episode. I don't even remember that person's name. That tells you how, how important they were, but I've got their pink flamingos in my house somewhere. (laughs) 
Did you know that Harvey Keitel was considered for uh, Cher's dad in this? Really? Yeah. I did not. No, I mean, like, I I think they did okay with Dan Hedaya, but, like, that's just a completely different vibe with Harvey Keitel. I guess he they didn't offer it to him because uh, this is, like, right as, uh, like, Harvey Keitel is having that career renaissance where he was in, like, Reservoir Dogs and Pulp Fiction and... Mm. Can you imagine him just telling Cher like, to clean a room? And he says, pretty please, with cherries on top, go clean your fucking room. <laughs> like he says in Pulp Fiction. Uh, you know, I probably could. Yeah. But yeah, no, see, I look, just... he, he's got the fucking hat. I was like, damn, dude. Like, I would totally like to pull that look off. And uh, I will go on record saying my favorite outfit of uh, Cher's in this movie. Right there. Yep. You know, Paul Rudd, he's going to need a, him a trapper keeper. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure a lot of young men, as uh, when this movie came out, needed a trapper keeper walking out of the movie theater. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just read uh, that dress that you're referring to. Yeah. There. Calvin Klein reissued it in 2010 because of the popularity of it. Like mm. this movie had resurfaced as popular in recent years. So they had to come back out with that dress because the popularity spiked. Really? Yep. That is a fun fact. I didn't see that in my notes at all. Do you know Christian or uh, Jeremy Renner was up or considered for this role too? Hmm. I don't know if he's sleazy enough. I don't think Christian's sleazy at all. Like, actually, like, when I first seen this, like, I was expecting them. And I'm not spoiling anything. I mean, this movie's fucking 26 years old. Everybody who's going to listen to this episode's probably seen it. But I didn't expect, you know, I expected, like, them two to be the, the couple throughout the movie. Mm. I'm trying to not spoil it and spoil it at the same time. Well, I mean, I suppose our younger audience probably hasn't seen this. I'll damn remember. Like, I don't know if you remember this or not, but do you remember when ska was a big thing for a little while? Yep. It had like a, a cup of tea as like everybody listened to it. The Mighty Mighty I, Boss Tones. I think this God. is who this is. Uh, that would be my. Yeah, I think you're right. I just I. Ska was never really my thing. Like I. I, the one that comes to mind is no doubt mm-hmm. when when we're talking about ska and I kind of like no doubt back in the day now modern day no doubt or Gwen Stefani whatever awful but I don't know I've you know you ain't I've no holler back girl are you Lucas I ain't no holler back girl um I had this talk with somebody recently um oh it was uh it was with Tina, my girlfriend, that the 90s had the best variety of music. In my opinion. I I don't think I could argue that. You had a whole new genre that came out that was fucking super popular and grunge. Um, you had 90s R&B, which is the best R&B, hands down. Yeah, hip-hop is starting to take off. Yeah, I mean, you had Tupac and Biggie, two of the biggest... Of all time. The goats. The goats. 
Then you had, I mean, uh, you had Tom Petty was big then. Um, I'm just saying that one because uh, that's the first concert I ever went to. So I just feel like the 90s had the best variety of music. Mm-hmm. Also, the fashion sense was fucking awful looking at this movie. Well, except for Christian, he's dressed the nines. He looks like he's part of the Rat Pack. Mm. But he does seem kind of sleazy to me. I don't know. Like Jeremy <laughs> Sisto sleazy? Who? Jeremy Sisto sleazy. Jeremy he's, Sisto? Yeah, he's the guy who tried to pick up uh, or left share for... Uh, for oh, that, yeah. Much not that not quite that the- sleazy. Man, I'm doing a great bang-up job here of knowing who... <laughs> People are that play these characters. I wonder if, uh, I wonder if part of Cruel Intentions going back to that was from this. If you're catching my drift with the uh, stepbrother here, yeah, uh, we'll we'll dive into that towards the end. But yeah. You ever done that? You ever gone somewhere with a friend and they just left you? I too many times to count. <laughs> so you're just awkwardly standing there, like, "Hey, how's it? How's it going? How's your mom and them? How mom and them?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've I've been there. That was me at many a high school dance. Mm. You know, I don't. I didn't go to a thing. I went to prom. And I was sick as shit. I had a 102 degree fever. God damn, you're always fucking sick. It's my life. That's why I didn't think I was going to survive COVID. <laughs> yeah, let's see. Uh, you were sick. Were you sick when we did last week's episode? Or were you, were you just getting over something? I was, I was getting over it. Yeah, he had fucking COVID. It's like you're just, your fucking health is derailing this program. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm I'm really shitting the bed on this podcast. It's your health or the quality of the actual show is derailing this program. <laughs> Listen, I'm enjoying this. Also, that guy is clearly on speed because there's no music playing. Oh, wait. Yeah, there is. But he's still on speed. Maybe he just he's he has the music in his head and he's just going with it. Honestly, I dance to music in my head randomly mm-hmm. when there's no music playing. I could see that. Does he have the when same car as uh Jeremy Sisto's character, that Corvette, it almost looks like the exact same car. Uh, we don't have the budget to be buying different cars. Let's just go ahead and give them the same one. And there's another relic of the uh, 90s that my son will never know about is the, uh, the cassette tape to listen to music. My favorite part about the cassette is after you played it like 100 times, the fucking audio quality went so far downhill that you had to buy a new one. Yeah, I had a friend that he would listen, like, every Tuesday, we would go to the local record store, and 
uh, he would buy like a couple of cassette tapes, and he always seemed like every fourth or fifth one he would buy, it would fucking get eaten in his tape. Like he had like one of those stereos, the home stereos that had the uh, mm-hmm. the tape deck built into it. So it would always eat the tape the first time he played it. So he ended up taking <laughs> <laughs> taking it out, snapping it in half, and he would just go buy a new one. <laughs> Jesus, because he'd get so pissed off. I like how uh, I like how he's just hanging around the uh, the ex father in law or father, his old father, just hanging around his house because he's probably rich. Well, I think he's and, uh, in this. He's interning to be. I think he's uh, going to law school, and he's an intern working for him. Mm. Yeah, he is. He's he's learning. The, he's like going to school to be a lawyer, and he's kind of learned the ropes from his former stepfather. Makes sense. You're not my step, bro. Now this is this is how pornos happen. It is how pornos happen. And what were you gonna say? I don't know. Now I'm just like trying to like. <laughs> now you got porno in the mind. Yeah. <laughs> um. I'm sure that there's a spoof of this movie at somebody's local adult video store. I would hope so. I wonder what they call it. I have no idea. Because, you know, it's got to be something kind of close to the... Yeah, it's got to be a pun on the name of the movie. Yeah. Cumless. Yeah, that would be something like that. I was actually looking up to see if uh, that was her, still her stepbrother or her ex stepbrother. I think it's it's ex. Yeah. Her fucking closet is bigger than my whole house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was getting ready to say the same thing. There's another relic, although it's kind of come back a little bit. What Polaroid. bacon cookie? Oh, Polaroid. I thought you were like talking about bacon cookies in the oven. Like I don't remember that ever going away. <laughs> we just did that. At, like I actually want to do that tomorrow. That does sound good. Actually, uh, Tina's birthday was recently, and uh, I made her a uh, pumpkin cheesecake. Oh damn! So got my bake on recently. You know the shitty part of that. How long have you and I been friends? Uh, since 2004. Where's my pumpkin cheesecake? <laughs> you like pumpkin cheesecake? It sounds delicious. I usually buy you a couple beers for your birthday when we go to rock concerts. Oh, yeah. Well, okay, that's cool, too. Actually, I, mean, I, have, a, not... I have a shirt spelling out Ohio with all kinds of beer. I like it. Yeah. I like to drink a bit. <laughs> that reminds me, I got some, uh, got me some Devil's Cut. Oh, did you? That I'm gonna enjoy on the fourth weekend. There you go. Look at that fucking yard. What the hell is that? Is that a cannon? That looks like one. I want to go swimming. 
I hope it's not that uh, pool where somebody threw up. Is this dude gay? Uh, yes, he is gay. Okay. Thanks for spoiling this for everybody. Uh, well, that wasn't my intention, but he just kind of, the way that he said Spartacus kind of ruined it a little bit for me. Or spoiled it or whatever you want to say. Yeah, actually, they uh, reveal that in just a couple of moments. A little ahead of the game, my bad. <sighs> my fear, Cole. Well, here, cover up your feet, bitch. I'm trying to watch the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I have also done that. Yep. I'm trying to be the old trying to be sexy and fall off the bed thing. Mm-hmm. That I or I just feel kick like... it out of bed by my dogs and that happens too. <laughs> I almost feel like this is you trying to show like a, a great movie to Jen. You're like trying to show it off and she's like, hey, you know, let's let's go to the bedroom. You're like, but have you seen this movie though? Yeah, that's probably <laughs> probably a fair assessment. Knock me a little kiss. Now, see, that seems a bit smug the way he did that. Yeah. It's kind of rude. So here, here's what I don't understand. So she was, like, saving herself for the perfect guy. Mm-hmm. Is he the perfect guy? Is that what they're trying to tell us? Is that what they're trying to tell us? I think so, yeah. Okay. See, Lucas, if you just would have given it like three more minutes, Donald Faison explains Christian to everybody. <laughs> I don't think I've ever rode in a car with somebody that dri- drives that bad. Uh, yeah, me either. I would... Well, my sister was pretty bad back in the day. Sorry, Danielle, I love you, but you were a really shitty driver at one time. Does she even listen to this show? She does. Oh, really? Yeah. She really likes it. Oh, good. I just remember your sister, like, just getting really, really, like, really bad road rage. <laughs> she still does. I uh, Yeah, like, I, she's, like, for road rage, she's the gold standard to me. Like, I, I've gotten plenty pissed off. Like, I have followed people just to purposely flip them off. I've gotten so upset that I've let my son flip somebody off. But I, your sister's the gold standard for road rage to me. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Now, personally for me, I think when whenever I think of this movie... This is probably a very strong contender for the I Drink Your Milkshake Award for me. But this is the the scene that I always remember most from this movie is this scene here. Yeah. (laughs) So, Heckerling, that's the name I was trying to think of. Yeah, the director? 
Yeah, um, this scene is based off of um, the freeway scene was inspired by Heckerling's own fear of driving on the freeway. Really? Yep. You know, I it's weird how some people just can't do it. Yeah. I know a couple of people who just they refuse to drive the highway. Uh my mom's like that. Oh really? Mm-hmm. I think there's a mutual friend of the show that's the same way too. Really? Mm-hmm. Now, after I said that I wished I could have dressed like Christian, like I couldn't pull those outfits off anyways. I was too fat. Oh, come on. Big guy's got to look swanky, too. Jason Priestley. Another relic of the 90s. Yep. Man, I, Ty is just trying to have a fucking orgy with all these people. I don't know if I'd want to be her friend. She always seems to attract danger. She does. And then these two fucking asshole guys are just trying to dump her over the fucking railing. And that guy seriously looks like he's about 40. Like, he has no business messing around <laughs> with a teenager to begin with. Oh, there's Don and Ed at the fucking mall again flirting with the high school girls. Well, apparently dumb high school girl was all about you know, getting flirted with. I wonder if those guys, after uh, that happened, like, come on, this could get an orange Julius. <laughs> this would be me at school the next day, like, man, I almost totally fell over the fucking rail. Well, like anything that happens in high school, it always starts out like there's the truth and then it gets manipulated and it becomes mm -hmm. something much greater and it's what they're doing here. Like they yeah. did you just hear that catch that like they asked Cher, like, did you hear that Ty almost got murdered by gang members? Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, when I was about to get my ass beat for the skateboard, maybe there wasn't eight people. I don't know. I remember it as eight people, but maybe there wasn't. Maybe there maybe it was just one big guy that wanted to beat the shit out of me. Who looked like he was the size of eight people. <laughs> yeah. I owe him my life. Well, maybe if you weren't, like, suggesting that those guys dangle you over the fucking balcony, you wouldn't owe him your life. Right. Goddamn, Travis. <laughs> that guy's as smooth as a speed bump. <laughs> wow, she's turning into a mean girl. You know that actually that movie got suggested to me that we do at some point too? I've never seen that movie. Uh, that movie, like, it's not really in my wheelhouse, but that movie's fucking great. And I, I think we should <laughs> at it? some point. Yeah, it's really good. Huh. I never thought I would hear Russ say that 
Mean Girls I was actually a good movie. I had never seen it until my wife watched it a few years ago. I was like, damn, this movie's fucking awesome. And it reminds me of a lot of the girls I went to high school with. Oh. Well. Cause she yeah, she went on a kick where she watched Mean Girls and then she watched uh Jawbreaker with Rose McGowan. And like, yeah, it's like not even in the same ballpark. Yeah. So yeah, Mean Girls is probably gonna come up at some point. Okay. And maybe we can get a female perspective on the show since uh seems like every time I've tried to book an extra guest for us to do this show, like there's been extenuating circumstances. Always. Oh, hey, there you go. He's wearing his KU uh hat. Yep. There she goes driving that fucking super nice new brand new Jeep again. Mm-hmm. Why does that look like uh the Prime Minister of Britain? Oh Boris Johnson? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Boris Johnson's in this. <laughs> Oops, my bad. Oh shit. I'm thinking she probably should never drive. No. Cher nor Dion, they would thrive in this in this era as high schoolers because they would just have Ubers and Lyfts. Mm-hmm. Well, she did try to call for a taxi, so I guess kind of kind of the same concept. Well, except you know, Ubers, like, those can be nice, nice cars. Like, I've yeah. ridden in quite a few nice Ubers. Yeah, you and I both. Mm-hmm. I can't hate on Cher, though. I failed my driver's test the first time, too. I did of too. course, I never ran into a parked car or almost hit a fucking bicyclist. <laughs> I actually... Uh, uh, I failed mine. I was trying to, uh, like, a light went from uh, green to yellow. Instead of, like, slowing down, I gunned it through the <laughs> <laughs> Um, When I failed my driving test, I ran over a cone in maneuverability. Got that shit stuck in my wheel well. <laughs> See, I passed that. No problem. It was just the fact that uh, I gunned. I gunned it through a yellow light, and then I also took turns too sharp. Mm. I apparently turned my turn signal on too late. That was the only thing I did wrong in my driving. Oh, was it? Yeah. I had the driving part down. I just couldn't do the fucking maneuverability. Paul Rudd really is the hero. It's always saving the fucking day. He is. I think he's incapable of playing a slime, like a slime ball or a douchebag. Because I feel like in real life he would never be one. No, I don't think anybody would buy it. I certainly wouldn't. Now, I'm having a really hard time, and this is why I would have liked to have had, like, Jen or somebody on. Like, I have never been, like, never liked somebody but like nothing ever really came about of it and been so hung up on somebody. 
Unless there's something to this story that they just never go into, like they had a one night stand or something. Well, it seems to be. I don't know. Maybe they're trying to, they're like making us assume that that happened. Maybe. You know, when I was doing the research on this, like, I don't read a lot of, like, English literature. Never have. I don't know if you knew this or not. You're, you're not uh, not big on the uh, the English literature. No. But uh, okay. that this has a lot of similarities to the Jane Austen book, Emma. Yeah, I saw that. I don't know what that book's about, but apparently it's very similar to this, huh? It's, I know it's based on somebody named Emma. And that I don't know why sense. even I don't even know why I brought it up, but I think we should have touched on that much earlier. But hmm. all right, Buzzkill. <laughs> no, I was just like like we just like got real silent there. Well, I was I'm sorry. I was I was also doing research as I'm watching this and listening to you talk about it. Yeah, see, it's a it's been a while, guys, since we've done one of these, so we kind of got a get back into the, well i mean this is the first one we haven't done face to face either that's true although now that we've both got the vaccine we can start doing more of these more often it's true except for where, where we normally record is hotter than fuck so. yeah it's seriously like it's a fucking like it's some kind of like prison cell <laughs> with and fun with fun with a with a tv and recording equipment <laughs> I just kind of picture, like, if Shawshank Redemption was told in current times, like, this would be the perk that uh, the warden got Andy, would be, like, recording equipment. Instead of, like, uh, or Red got Andy, would be, like, recording equipment. Instead of, like, the, the posters and the the rock hammer. Mm. I wonder, you ever feel like, uh, have you ever felt like this, like, you taken from some somebody from obscurity and they become a monster yeah you <laughs> that is correct that's the answer i was looking for yeah i was like man i for this podcast you were such a, a loving human being who cared about everybody and since you, people and all over the world have heard your voice now you just come some fucking prima donna <laughs> i don't even know who you are anymore now i can't drink regular coffee i must have starbucks yeah I actually did have Starbucks today. It was delightful. I can't do it, man. I, I, I drink regular coffee here. Like, I have noticed since uh, my wife makes a mean a mean cup of joe, and, like, I, there's been a couple times where I've been in a pinch, and I've had to go to the local gas station to get it. And it just it makes you realize how good you got it at home. Mm. Uh-oh, do I see something happening here? Porno. Well, not a porno, but... Oh, oh, my bad. Actually, that's how I look at Paul Rudd, too. I think everybody does. I guess we can we can have this talk now. Like You can kind of sense that she's starting to fall for her ex-stepbrother now. Mm-hmm. Creepy or no? I would say no. Because, um, you know, there's no real, like... 
family connection. I mean, I, I yeah. get that. There's no bloodline. They're not related by blood. And like, he's not even part of the family anymore. Right. But I guess still. I guess if it like grew up in the same bedroom, you know, before dad was rich, that would be kind of creepy. Mm-hmm. Well, you know that's not happening because they're both they're loaded. So, right. I I don't know. Like I still have that in the back of my mind. Like that's that's my stepsister. It used to be a stepsister. Yeah. I, the minute I hear sister or brother in the title, done. This yeah. this can't happen. But what if you're step sibling looked like fucking Alicia Silverstone back in 1995. Well, see, there's a second rule though too. Like he's in college and she's in high school. And I have this thing where like I always had this age difference thing. Like once I turned 18, like I refused to date anybody under the age of 18. Even if it was like 16 or 17, couldn't yeah. do. Um and like that would even be, as I got to be like 20 21, 22, like they, 18 would be really pushing it for me. Mm-hmm. Of course, now my wife's like four years younger than me. So I, you, basically, four years is a cutoff once I hit like 26. Wow, you creeper. Yeah. She's so much younger than you. Um, yeah, I, I'm with you on the, uh, once I turned 18, there was nobody under 18. And then, um, I tried to date not too much younger than me. I failed at that once, as you know. Right. And it didn't turn out well. So, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, I, I'm with you on that. Like, it's, I don't know. It, being in college and dating a high schooler almost seems counterproductive. Mm-hmm. I would be annoyed more than anything because you're an adult and you're dating like a child. Right. You could go buy a pack of cigarettes if you wanted to. And then like, if you're dating a high schooler, you had to go buy her a pack of cigarettes too, because she couldn't do it. Right. (laughs) So I don't know. Like I would be curious to have like uh, somebody, you know, like somebody like send us an email or comment on the Facebook page or something like that. I would like to get some other people's input on that, but I couldn't do this. Even if she does look like Alicia Silverstone, I just, I couldn't do it. Yeah. I have principles, damn it. <laughs> you are a man of principles. <laughs> you remember that? The old wheel in the fucking TV with the VCR? Mm-hmm. That's another thing from the 80s and the 90s. Yep. And it was always heavier and shit because the TVs were so heavy. Uh, at my high school, there was a couple times where I was... Uh, instructed to go get TV VCR cart from the library where we kept them. And mm-hmm. there was one that always had a really bad wheel. So you always had to compensate for like the turn because yeah. if you're going straight ahead, it always veer into like the wall. So you had to like kind of get it back. So you're constantly just like fighting with it the entire time you get it to class. And that's when um, also during a class too, like you have like, Essentially, to watch like a two-hour movie would take like four school days, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, you oh, always hey, wanted that shit. Uh, we, yeah, my high school, uh, my senior year, we convinced uh, our teacher to let us watch JFK, 
and it took like a week and a half to finish it up because JFK is like three hours long. Yeah, that is a long ass movie. That's a good one though. It's fucking wild and crazy, and I think we should do it at some point. Very factually wrong. Oh, it's but, but very good. It's batshit crazy, and I fucking I love it. It's flaws and all. Now you know they did a uh, a clueless TV show. Really? And uh, the girl that plays Amber, the red-haired girl, was in the TV show. Her? Huh. Was she in anything else? I don't recognize her from I only remember her from the Clueless stuff. And yeah. I think it, it's really a reflection. I Not so much on her acting, but like she never really had much of a, a huge career. That the two things that she's renowned for are the Clueless movie and then the Clueless TV show. <laughs> She was clueless as to how to make her mm-hmm. career take off. Another bad dad joke. Sorry. Oh, look at Travis giving up the dope. <laughs> it's a pretty nice little bong he's got there. I've uh, MacGyvered one of those honey, honey bear bowl bong apparatuses before. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. This thing's hit like a champ. Hmm. I have one that glows in the dark. I don't use it anymore, but... Also, you bought one. I did. See, uh, back in my day, we didn't have all this fancy, like, dispensary bullshit. Like, you wanted a honey bear bong. You had to make one. You had to craft one yourself. <laughs> the it's, old Coca-Cola? Yeah, it's uh, like it's like when you see those movies, those movie montages where they're building a sword. <laughs> you see, like, a blacksmith, like, pounding, like, a hot knife. <laughs> Shit like that. Rush, you're, you're a Viking. I am. You're a Viking lord. Damn, look at that air. Looks like they're all I doing saw. the same thing, though. Oh, yeah. It was, it was probably some synchronized thing. I wonder uh, if California is actually like this, because obviously we're not in California. You just fucking randomly run into people just skateboarding. I don't know, man. Like, I, if I were to pick anywhere in the United States, like, my, I would probably lean towards moving out to the West Coast. Mm. It just seems like, like, my kind of vibe. Real chill and laid back. But it's also super expensive. Yes. Yes, it is. So, until somebody decides to pay us to do this, that's not happening. Yeah. Hey, uh, which we are for sale. We are for sale. We'll move to California. Yeah. You know, another uh, thing I was researching, uh, Brecken Meyer and uh, Brittany Murphy were both on the King of the Hill as voices. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. What did Brecken Meyer do? Uh, I had it, and then my fucking iPad decided to do something else. Live um, TV, folks. They were uh, Joseph Gribble. Brittany Murphy was pre-puberty Joseph, and then Breckenmeyer was post-puberty Joseph. Nice. And, of course, Brittany Murphy was also Luann. Mm-hmm. I knew that. <laughs> Fuck, he does look like Forrest Gump. <laughs> Oh, 
That guy in the room with him looks like a real shithead, doesn't he? Yeah. He looks like he's very uncomfortable. I have no idea what's going on here. They're looking for the September 28th files. Yeah, he is a fuck, isn't he? Now, I could see this ending up totally different if Harvey Keitel played the father. Like, that guy probably would be in a ditch somewhere dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do whatever you want with your butts. Oh, okay. Cue porno music. <laughs> that's not porno music, but it, you know, that's our go-to whenever yeah, somebody's like careless, making out. The opening of Careless Whispers, uh, Lucas and I's go-to to cue the porno music. Mm-hmm. God, look at that fucking staircase. I'm just in awe of this of the of the money in this movie. Yeah, it is. It's like uh. It's like Wall Street, but like the happy side of being wealthy. Yeah. Like you can just fucking destroy like a Jeep, a, a brand new Jeep, and like, yeah, so what? If that were me, like, oh, it's like, oh, fuck, what am I going to do? <laughs> My Jeep's ruined. <laughs> My kid comes home like, I failed my driving test and I hit a car. Like, you fucking did what? It's a $500 deductible. At least. Yeah. And you took off without staying? <laughs> you just asked if you should write a note? I do wonder if that driving instructor, because that's technically a hit and run. He just, right. they just committed a crime. And he was an accessory to that. He actually did the crime. He's the one that got behind the wheel and drove, drove away. She pulled mm. off to the side of the road. That's true. Damn, Paul Paul Rudd's got game. He's coming on like Kobe Bryant in the NBA Finals. Walking out of there with five championships. Oh, here we go. This is actually perfect. This is a nice little awkward fucking teenage hookup here. Well, not a teenage hookup because he's in college. <laughs> but is he north of 20? I don't think that's ever really explained in this. Yeah, we don't know how old he is. First time I've seen this, like, they got fucking married. <laughs> <sighs> oh, she's 16. Okay. That makes it even more kind of gross. <laughs> Yeah, I really want to get people's. Uh, I really want to get some feedback on on that aspect. It seems a little rapish, a little statutory rapish. But we also don't know how old Paul Rudd is in this too. 
if Paul Rudd's 18, like it's still weird because it's her st- former stepbrother, but I've know plenty of dudes that have dated like that were 18 that dated a 16 year old. Yeah. If he's 20 and she's 16, now we're getting into like illegal territory. Yeah, that's international waters, and there's weird shit happens in international waters. We're coming. Why? Why is that lady in a fucking suit? Because I don't know. Because apparently she feels very comfortable in a. She looks like she fight a bitch for that thing too. I'd like to know where that wedding is at and what kind of money those teachers make because that looks like that's a multi-million dollar wedding. Right. Unless uh unless Cher convinced her dad to Oh shit, Jenny just caught the bouquet. <laughs> so I've I've never seen anybody fight over a bouquet at any wedding I've ever been to, even mine. Like I don't think any like I think when Jen through her bouquet, I think it just hit the floor, and then like somebody just eventually picked it up. No one wanted to get future married at my wedding. They wanted to be part at, of that. They were looking at you like, oof. But then it turned out great. Yeah, it's like, oh, now that he's off the market, we want nothing. Oh, Amy Heckerling did write this, so. Oh, okay, sweet. Good call. All right, um, so are we going to do the categories now? Yes, sir. All right. So what would be your vote for the uh, King Kong Ain't Got Shit On Me award for the best quote of the movie? It's got to be the one that everybody remembers this movie for. Uh, Well, actually, there's two of them. Whatever and as if. Yeah, I'd say as if. Just because, like, I've used it from time to time. Still, like, in a joking way. For, from this movie, but yeah, it has to be as if. Yeah. Damn, I mean, it's a, it's, it's a pretty well, like when we were, because you know, we're from the 90s, really. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a pretty well known line from this movie. Anybody that's seen it back then, that's how they know it. Twink Kaplan. Who is that? <laughs> I don't know. That's a fucking awesome name. We'll have to look that up before we wrap it up. Um, okay, so we're in agreement. It's going to be as if is the winner of the King Kong Ain't Got Shit On Me Award for Best Quote. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, I'd say that's that's pretty much that's going to be the winner. Um, so what would you award the I Drink Your Milkshake Award for the best scene of the movie? I think we, I kind of dropped the mine during the scene. But what would be your um, favorite scene of the movie? Honestly, probably, <laughs> I don't know, probably the high school party. Oh, yeah? Why is that? Just because it's, just, I don't fucking know. I don't have a good answer for you. Oh. I don't know. Like, I can't really come up with a best scene for this movie. I was maybe, ex- when, maybe when Paul Rudd and Alicia Silverstone finally get together. I thought you were going to say that you thought that was your favorite scene in the movie because you found out I was a fucking common criminal as a youth. <laughs> That is fucking great, dude. Um, mine is uh, the freeway sequence. Like I said earlier, like every time oh, I yeah. I think of this movie, that's the scene I always think of. It's it's actually pretty funny. I've also been in that kind of scenario too, 
in high school where uh, somebody we were riding with almost got us killed because they were a fucking horrible driver. Not quite Dion bad, but still pretty bad. They accidentally pull out on the highway? Yeah, like they didn't like yield the traffic. and. Um, it, Twink Kaplan was the lady teacher. Oh, is that Miss... Is it Geist or Gist? Yeah. That's a very unflattering picture. <laughs> That's what's on IMDb. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, I actually, after I seen it, I was like, that's probably the teacher. Um, so speaking of the teacher, uh, the Lou Brown, or so I'm going with the freeway sequence for best scene. Are you going with the, the party? Yeah, I'm going to go with the party. Okay. Because it kind of, or that or like the robbery scene, since that was based off of something that actually happened, which is fucking home. Like, mm-hmm. The whole story of it is hilarious to me. Yeah. That a guy was more scared of his wife getting getting his Versace fucking dirty or Armani or whatever it was. Well, I probably would be scared shitless too. That's a lot of money. It is. It is. Um, the Lou Brown Give Him the Heater Award for Best Performance by a Bit Player. Uh, I'm rolling with Dan Hedaya as the dad. I like that dude in anything he's in. Um. Uh, fuck. I can't think of his name. Uh, we talked about the guy that was on Scrubs. Oh, Donald Faison. Yeah. Yeah. He's I love really Donald awesome. Faison in this. Yeah, I do he's too. like, cause, cause he's kind of exactly what you would think you would be in this movie. Kind of like the, uh, like the, the conscience of everybody, but also kind of a dipshit. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's a good for, one for me. It's him. Okay. So, yeah, we're, damn, we're splitting the categories again. It's like the old days. <laughs> well, um, I mean, we, we are doing the old school thing and, you know, watching a movie together. Yeah. Uh, the last award, who wins the movie for you? It, it's Alicia Silverstone. Oh, yeah. She, she is this movie. I agree. Like, uh, there are certain roles that I think that were uh, written with a certain actor in mind, and if you don't have that actor or actress... <laughs> the movie you can't do the movie and i think this is one of them yeah like well first off this role like catapulted her into superstardom and like i think the rise of her career just is baffling she went from being in like music videos to being like one of the like the in-demand like top young actress in hollywood i mean back when superhero movies weren't a thing she got cast in a superhero movie true it was an awful one yeah it wasn't her fault it was so bad but yeah nah. it was... but i i think that yeah just like this like it, the fact that like share has like lived on like this is still an iconic movie from 95 it's timeless and it really it's one of those movies that like it's still like even though like we joke throughout the the watch along like we'd see like the cordless phone or like the old cell phones and like the vcrs and shit Mm -hmm. but you take all that stuff away like you could take this movie from 95 and make it today and it's still the same movie yep switch a couple things over and yeah just modernize it a little bit and yeah yeah. and i mean the fact that like i mean a lot of the the reason why this movie works is actually not a lot of it the whole reason why this movie works is because of her She's, I mean, 
her journey going through what it's like in high school to try to find love, uh, trying to find love, um, trying to figure out the whole sex thing in high school. Um, going, you know, going to parties, going, you know, getting new friends and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's, she's relatable. Right. And she makes it believable that she's actually in that role, you know? Mm. Yeah. So I, yeah, Alicia Silverstone has to win this movie. Although I would, I'd give a small consideration to Amy Heckerling just because she made this after the third Look Who's Talking movie, which should have killed somebody's career. <laughs> and I think it killed Travolta for a little bit, his career. But all Has right. he ever recovered? Well, no. After the Look Who's Talking movies and stuff, he went on that fucking run where he did Pulp Fiction, Get Shorty, Phenomenon, Michael, Broken Arrow, where he was just on that huge run for like five or six years, so... I totally forgot about that movie, Michael. Yep. Uh, hmm. Probably like season like 21 of this <laughs> show, if we can go that long. <laughs> we'll do Michael. Yeah, we'll do just a John Travolta retrospect where we do Michael. Then we'll do like Rhinestone Cowboy. And then we'll do that uh, that movie Gotti that has like the horrible Rotten Tomatoes rating. <laughs> Was it like five? I think it's like two. Ooh. Yeah. Well, gang, I hope that you enjoyed this watch-along. I hope it's not too much of a train wreck. Uh, we're going to get back to normal next week with uh, the standard categories where we break down the movies a little bit. Uh, we're doing uh, Independence Day yeah. to celebrate the 4th of July. Uh, that's one that uh, has been talked about quite a bit. And uh, fun fact for everybody, that was the when we first decided to do this uh, this show. And we were going to do, like, try to do movies close to like a, a day that like whether it's like a movie's anniversary uh independence day was the first thing that came to mind like if we are close to the fourth of july we have to do independence day and has i the think greatest go ahead i was gonna say has the greatest presidential quote of all time in it uh it's it's up there and i think uh independence day uh turns 25 this year Every time you remind me of how old we are, it hurts. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll have to eventually do Lethal Weapon just so we can like talk about how old we are. We just keep cracking. I'm too old for this shit jokes. I think that movie came out before I was born, by the way. It did. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's coming up. Uh, Independence Day is coming up on July the 5th. Um, then we've got some stuff coming up here real soon. we got some real... Some real good ones coming up real soon for you guys. Uh, we're going to do another superhero movie the following week. So I'm uh, not going to spoil that one. And then uh, if you guys want to follow us on uh, Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or TikTok, uh, we did uh, tell you guys what we're doing at the end of the month. We're doing a, a really special episode. It's kind of a combination of the two episodes we've done uh, so far, the styles. So that's going to be kind of fun. So. Looking forward to that one, too. And uh, Paramount's going to – it's another Paramount movie, so come on, Paramount. Get us the royalty checks. Yep. Start firing them checks in here, buddy. All five people that listen to the show, they're going to be <laughs> renting this stuff on Paramount+. Plus. So, um, But, yeah, uh, if you guys like what we're doing, please leave us a review on uh, Apple if that's how you listen to us. Uh, like I just said, you can get us on uh, Facebook, Twitter, 
Instagram, TikTok. Uh, you can write the show at couchpotatopodcast at gmail.com. So there's that way you c- can communicate with us too. Let us know what we're doing good, what we suck at, which I'm sure is probably a huge laundry list of stuff, after, especially <laughs> after this. Um, yeah, just hit us up. We want to hear from you guys. So uh, until next Monday, we will talk at you guys later. Bye, everybody. Deuces.